Esther chapter 2, the verse number 13. Esther chapter 2, the verse number 13. Esther 2, 13. Let's look at something there. Hallelujah. Today, I want to preach to you something I've entitled Living Without Options. Say, Living Without Options. I didn't hear you. God bless you. Hallelujah. I want to preach to you this awesome, powerful message. I know that your life will not be the same. Hallelujah. We want to live without many, many options. It's an amazing truth. I want us to enjoy the mystery of the word. Hallelujah. Okay. Extra chapter 2. Okay. Now, <clears throat> we are still on what uh, on the Sundays at least we are doing something uh, that is the manifestations of his glory and today I think for some time now we have been looking at preparation for glory and today we want to continue we are, we are still in the palace at Shusha where Esther and Ahasuerus met in a divine assignment. Now, today I want us to continue to look at that particular portion of scripture and see certain things that we can engage. I know that your life will not be the same. Hallelujah. And today's message is still from that thing. It, it, is, it, is, it is entitled living without options but then it is still under preparation for their glory. Hallelujah. Now, look at it. He said, and this is how she would go to the king. Anything she wanted was given her to take with her from the harem to the king's palace. Come down. Let's go. In the evening, she would go there and in the morning, return to another part of the harem to the care of Shah's guys. Look at so it's Shaz. What a name. <laughs> Hallelujah. To the care of a certain man, and the name of the man is what Shaz Gaz, the king's eunuch, who was in charge of the concubines. Please, I won't read it again, so I want you to follow and understand what I'm saying. So we, we started by saying that please I'll come back, but I won't come here again, so I want you to understand. He said that this is the manner in which the thing will happen. Uh, when a lady was done with the one-year treatment. Uh, her time will come and then she will go and visit the king okay and then uh, in the morning the lady will return to the king's eunuch and the eunuch what he does is that he takes care of a group of ladies they are called the king's concubines and and and, and you return amongst them okay okay so in charge of the king's concubines. now she would not return to the king unless he was pleased with her and summoned her by name Hallelujah. So when the lady goes, you see, this is this is a purely pagan. One day I remember that some time back, somebody called me. A friend of mine called me. He said, Osofu, when I look at the book of Esther, I think that some of the things they did, it is not scriptural. It is not because Esther is a young lady, and you are going, you are entering into a competition where the king will sleep with you and then choose whether she he wants to marry you or not. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Hello. So he's saying that what they are doing here is not scriptural, and then I, I had to look for an answer and give it to him. Today is not time for answers, but uh, I just wanted to draw your attention to it. So this is what is happening. A lady will go to the king. The king will sleep with the lady. 
and then in the morning you return to the king the, 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 the eunuch Shazgaz and then if you please the king you became one of the concubines of the king. So that any time the king wanted to sleep with you, he would just call you by name and then invite you to the harem and he would sleep with you. Hello? Now, anybody the king engaged or slept with, that person automatically became a wife of a lesser degree. Please follow me. Message Hello? What you are doing here is, is, is strange, but it's still powerful. Amen and amen. Yeah, what you are doing is quite strange. What is happening in scripture here is a strange thing, but it's still powerful. Follow me. So, anybody that entered into the context, this king is enjoying all. I don't know, but anybody that entered the contest, that person, the king will have to sleep with. And when the king is pleased with you, then he will call you back again. Now, are you with me? understand this that every single one of you that entered the contest you not you never leave the contest a virgin the king would have done whatever he want he wants to do with you and the moment he sleeps with you you are going to become a wife of a lesser degree we call them concubines you see the idea of concubines in our day is quite different from the way they understood concubines then you know in fact the law of moses made provision for concubines so we understand that and they when we say somebody is a concubine it's it's a strange thing it's but you know the the law of jesus and i say grace and 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 the coming of christ has set things straight in tiama and the society frowns upon things like that but i tell you in the day of esther it was something common look at abraham many many concubines at the time that he was about to die are you with me so in those days it wasn't something that was strange. in fact in the law they when you went to battle, you could bring some woman and then engage her, bring her to the house. The, the, the lady will become an of, officially your concubine. It, it was something that was happening, you know, there was not society, so society didn't frown upon it. So I want you to understand it from that perspective. Okay. Now, so if the king slept with you, you became a wife of a lesser degree. In the also. But it is only when he chooses to call you that you enter into his presence so that he can do whatever he does with you. Now, do you understand where I'm coming from? So I wrote down and I said that the king may have many concubines, but he only has one, one queen. Follow me. Are you with me? Of all the ladies that he will sleep with, none of them, <clears throat> sorry, I just saw him in permission circle. None of them is permitted to leave until the king himself. Sometimes, I, I, from what I know, some of the nobles will come and then he will release them. But, so on it hundred better all the hundred you are living in a certain place you are all wives of the king concubines of the king so that one day says sister Sylvia even the three say oh oh please bring me sister Sylvia today I remember sister Sylvia live so you can live in the harem all the days of your life and you slept to the king once and the king doesn't even remember you anymore now do you understand what is happening hello yeah somebody could 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 be a concubine or now you see in the days of Solomon they said he had. Uh, how many concubines? 700. There, there are many of them probably. He just met them and said, you, I love you. That's all. I tell you, no man would dare go close to that man because the person has been betrothed unto the king. Is somebody with me? No, hello. I hope you are following me. Okay, so please. Uh, 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 I, I'm building up a point for my message. So I want you to understand. <laughs> so there are many people in the harem. The king has seen their nakedness once. 
there are many women in the harem they are frustrated they wish somehow that the yoke of the king will lift up their heads so that they will go and live their lives how do I say I am married to a king and for the first six years I have not even seen him before because the king's presence in the Quran one turn in some for the you cannot do all you cannot go according to the law remember even Esther was a queen and when he wanted to engage the king without the king inviting her she had to fast for three days you remember yes sir so understand that it was it was a dreadful situation for a lady to be in if you are a concubine of the king and then you are not a queen so I said that there are many concubines but there is only one queen now in the church of God today follow me please we are called the bride of Christ. There are many frustrated in the church today for the same reason why I see many frustrated in the palace at Chusha. Mama Adam cannot go to a shrine because somehow she feels that she belongs to God. But the things that she desires of God she cannot get Look at the lady at the palace. So I cannot be engaged to another man because the king's hand is upon my life. But what I need to experience as a wife, I'm not experiencing. So that lady is a frustrated person. Do you follow? Hello? She will go out and see other young ladies, Obian in the crew, and they are living their lives, they are building their houses. And you are the wife of a king, and for the past 10 years, your husband has not even seen you. That lady is a frustrated lady. She cannot disengage herself from the king. Neither can she go and adulterate herself outside. So it's a situation of frustration. And the spirit of the Lord brought this into my attention. That there are many in the church today also because they do not please the king, which is Jesus. They themselves, they cannot please him. And they call themselves Christians also. They cannot go to a shrine. He needs something from God because the person is not sold out unto Jesus. They cannot go and get it. And she also cannot go to the shrine and bring anything from the shrine. So they are always in the middle. Their life is full of frustration. They are neither receiving from God, neither do they see themselves as you know worldly enough to visit the shrine so they are living like the ladies in the palace the concubines of Ahasuerus is somebody with me shout I hear you so I wrote down and I said that whenever we have the opportunity also for whenever we have the opportunity to engage the king see a big queen the attention it is crucial and yes sir you live a life of frustration all the days of your life now do you understand me whenever we have the opportunity to engage jesus whenever we have the opportunity to get his attention it is either we do it with everything we have or live the rest of our life in frustration because we cannot hello you are a young lady you are a christian you cannot do something you say you are a christian and meanwhile we are Christian and so the kind of things that you do to show that you are sold out unto the Lord in fastings and in prayer in, in weddings and in givings in tithings and, and you know and all these things I say wound to me to the fullest and so when you go to the king you cannot get his attention and once you are wound to me 
are caught in between the middle and you don't know what to do. Every day you are frustrated. When you go into prayer, it is complaints. It is never prayer anymore. Until we live without options, we get to a point and we say that we know that we don't have any option. Understand this. You don't even have the courage to go. Now, are you understanding me? So, as you are living with God, you live without options. That's why I call the message living without options. Now, is somebody with me? There are many of us who live as though we have options. Many, many believers in the church, and that is the source of our frustration. Shout, I hear you. Am I preaching to somebody? I don't want to find myself in a situation whereby I'll be living in the king's palace and every morning I'm shedding tears. Every morning I wake up and I see one lady coming out of the presence of the king and, and I am jealous and I don't know what to do to get his attention. It is either you grasp the opportunity when you are giving or you live the, left, the rest of your life in misery. So the lady will wake up in the morning. Ah, this morning, this lady is coming from the, from the chambers of the king. And you have been in the harem with this lady all the days of your life. Whether you like, no matter who you are, you'll be jealous. That is the source of jealousy in the church today. Now, are you understanding me? Because we are not sold out, we are not receiving the things the king has for us. And because we are not receiving them, when we see others receive them, naturally we become jealous. Say from today. Oh, say to Say from today. I choose to live without options. Also, there are many of us, and when I look at sometimes I don't know what we are trying to arrive at. Hallelujah. Oh, come on. I said hallelujah. Yeah, I don't know what we are trying to arrive at. Because it's amazing the length and the depth. One day, a certain guy I work with, he told me, also, when I used to be in the village. The things that I saw. Am I, when I got the opportunity to serve God, I realized that I cannot live. Now, do you understand where I'm coming from? There are many of us like that. Also, every day I say it. When I decide, yesterday I was talking to her, I was telling her, there were days I went on fruit for many days. I didn't hear women from God. But I discovered, I knew, even from day one. Say, my life, I don't have any other option. But you live your Christian life as though you have options. Now, are you understanding me? Hello? Master, one day, one day, one day, you come to this altar with frustration. You come and you want to. There is somebody that is close to me. The Lord is telling me something strange about the person's life. In about two weeks now, the Lord has been dealing with me concerning that person. Amen and amen. Oh, come on, I said amen and amen. Believers, this is our situation. We are called the bride of Christ. The moment you said that prayer, Father, I give my life to you, and started communing with the Holy Ghost, there was a seal upon your life that marked you out as the bride of Christ. The moment in Sabbath towers, the devil do not want you anymore. All he wants to do is to destroy you. Hear this. The devil doesn't want the believer. He wants to destroy the believer. But what make say? It is the unbeliever that the devil wants. But you the believer. He wants to challenge the seal on your life. So the day God put his seal upon your life. You became his. You became his wife. And from that day you are not permitted to engage other things. 
And if you become a wife and you are not willing to dwell in peace with your husband, you are just worrying yourself. And somebody would meet you. Yes, sir. If you leave us though, you have options. Also, you are entering into a place where baby I'll be doing for you. Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on. I said, shout, I hear you. When you are a concubine, I said to myself, when you are a concubine, what's the In the church, eh, sometimes the Lord can be. Yesterday I was discussing eh, 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 somebody. I said that eh, eh, so mommy. The way I feel in the morning, I was telling the person, the way sometimes God is able to be very detailed about things that are seemingly unimportant in our lives. It makes me think, say, say, there is nothing. Absolutely. I was just there about two, three days ago, around the dawn, around 5.30 a.m. But sorry, I like athletics. Hallelujah. So, uh, they, they, were, they were going to run athletics. So I wanted to watch around 4.30 that about. Now immediately I sat down and I owned my data. Something just flashed in my eyes like this and I saw something. You know, the thing was seemingly unimportant. I may say, but I, I entered two days. I realized that the, the, the thing, the Lord had prepared me seriously for that particular thing. I said, wow. It, it, it's simply mind-blowing. When you, you decide to live your life without options, only problem. But when you choose, when you decide to think that, oh, other options somewhere apart from God, that is when the frustration starts. Now, are you with me? There are many of us, we are living our Christian lives as concubines in the church today. And when you are a concubine, also for what's the mobile? Hello? Yeah? When you are a concubine, what's the day? When Abraham was about to die, I think in Genesis 25, the verse number 5. The Bible said that he called all his sons and his concubines. And the Bible said that he gave them gifts and sent them away to the east. And left everything he had to his legitimate son Isaac. I said that when you are born as a son of a concubine, there are many of us, the reasons why our children will suffer is because we are not sold out to the Lord. I'm telling you, oh, Master, who oh, you wicked? I'll be wicked to yourself. Don't be wicked to your children. Look, the sons of the concubines of Abraham, they were living in their father's house until one day the old man got up and said, Hey, you are you are simply the sons of concubines. Get out of this house. So they oh, nothing, absolutely nothing. They were Madame for the calamity heaven, and now they were. You know, absolutely nothing. The Bible said he gave them gifts and threw them away of the house, sent them eastward. And they had to go and fend for themselves. And Isaac inherited everything that Abraham had. Also, anything that is yours, I feel that that which will bring security, that which, is, that, that which will bring increase to it, is when our relationship with the Lord is solid. Now, are you with me? Until we appropriate this thing in our lives, we have no option. It is either we are trying. She was living without options. The Bible said that when she was in the house, in the house of her guy, when they were preparing her to go and meet the king, he said, I don't want anything. Anything you give me that will attract the attention of the king, that's what I want. No, are you with me? Yes, sir. He said, I don't want anything. Media, media. Until you, until you think that it will be necessary for me to get the attention of the king, I don't want. 
I feel that is the position of the church today. Amen and amen. We need to come to a point where we realize that Charlie ni baby afa. I don't want to give birth to concubines. I don't want to be somebody that will raise concubines. Sorry, that will, that, that will raise the children of concubines. We are just putting people into this world to suffer. Say so that unto Isaac, he gave everything he had. But unto the sons of his concubines, the Bible said, you know, if Sarah Abraham but Abraham no woman. Hallelujah. Apart from Ishmael, the Bible said there were even Keturah, he had seven sons. I'm yet to go into the matter. But only Keturah and Kwan were seven. Only Hagar Obaku and only Isaac, sorry, Sarah Obaku. Those are the, the people we know. The Bible said he had concubines, not one concubine. So possibly, it's okay. Let, let me just leave it here. Possibly no one go for apart from Sarah, Hagai, and Keturah. Concubines, because Sarah, they were wife. Patrol to the mechanism. Yeah. Every single one of their children had to go through the same thing. Sack them. And then left everything to Abraham. Sorry, to Isaac. Hallelujah. Oh, come on, I said hallelujah. When we have an opportunity to do something for God, when we have an opportunity to save him, Master, we should do it as though we have no other option. There are some people, when they are praying, they pray like their father is your Clinton. Hallelujah. Yeah. When you see some you understand where the person is coming from shout ahead oh come on I said shout ahead yes sir and I wanted to link it to something and I know your life will be blessed if you are going to live without options I believe that on Wednesday I started the tent today I said I was going to continue one of the things that is crucial, I believe, even in the church of God, I believe, is the place of honor. Hallelujah. Yeah. Every day when I sit down and I think about the story of Esther, it is not because she was beautiful. This was a well brought up Hebrew lady. When she entered the harem, I know, I know by default that the culture of honor was something that was ingrained in her. The Bible said everybody that related with her, that was the Hebrew word translated, related with her, began to like her. You see, when I see you and I like you, it is favor. But when I relate with you and you like me, I should have done something for you to like me. Do you understand where I'm coming from? Hello? Or when I see a lady and I like the lady, probably be an orphaned here. Or maybe there is favor on her life. But when I see you and after I relate with you, I, I, I feel like I like you. There is something you should have done to attract. And I feel that that was the, the place of Esther. Shout I hear you. Esther knew a guy. But the Bible said that she, she simply related with him in a way that the man liked Esther. And I, I think that is the place of honor. There are many of us, we belittle this particular institution. But it's a great thing. If we are going to encounter Jesus, sorry, yes sir, if we are going to encounter Jesus, if we are going to be duly prepared for an encounter, the place of honor is crucial. There are many men, that the, 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 the medium through which they have encounters with the divine is by honoring other people. Now, do you understand me? Shout I hear you. Yes sir. If we are going to encounter him and encounter what he has to offer, honor is crucial and I will explain. When God created the earth, 
there are a lot of important institutions that he established and hinged upon this mystery we call honor. Follow me. The home, if he husband, wife, just, just look at the institution of marriage. One of the things that it hinges upon is honor. Anamibwa. The wife will honor the husband. The husband will honor the wife. It's a very delicate institution. But God didn't bind it to anything but honor. Number two, look at, look at, look at things like even raising a child. If their children do not honor you, there, there is problem in the house. Also, for, but it's a very crucial thing. Look at the church. Look, all of you that are sitting here. The reason why when I tell focus, focus, go and bring this thing and focus will bring. It's not because he's afraid of me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. When I call evangelist, but I come and let's go and evangelize, and he's able to come. It is not because of anything. The reason why all of us come and submit and do what we have to do is honor. If the most important things in life, God predicated it upon honor, we should understand that it is something that is crucial. Without this thing, a lot of the institutions that God sets in place, they fall apart like marriage. Today marriages are falling apart because nobody honors anybody. Now I read me. Today churches are broken. People are fighting in church because there is no honor amongst the people. And God didn't bring soldiers to govern his church. You see, he didn't add brutality to any of these things. He wanted us, the, the whole institution to hinge on honor. So that if honor is missing, we are missing a vital part of life. Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on, shout, I hear you. If me catch her, I'll say, I'm sorry, but I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and you get up in the morning, and you chale chale, oh, so for see Emra eight o'clock, and you whine in ten ten nawaba, or so for oba hami mauska anamebwa. Yeah, there is nothing I can do for you. The only reason you do what you have to is because of the honor you have. I said leadership is hinged on honor. The only reason why another man will accept another man as his head is because we, he honors him. That's all. Yeah, meet me here, Juma Diama Francis. Listen to me, Francis Nechiameka. It doesn't mean that when Francis advises me, me the futu. Is it true? Yeah. You can work for your boss and you are beating your wife in the, in the house. When your boss sees you, your wife reports you say, na obono. Yes, sir. So understand that even the people that feed you, it is an option to take what they say. It's still optional. But so, sometimes a man of God can call the person who tell do this, do, do, and the person will do. The reason is honor, that's all. Now, are you understanding me? It is that which is, that which enables another man to, to accept that somebody's hand is over his head. Honor. When we honor some people, we see leadership is predicated on this mystery, honor. If you want to get married, have good homes. We have no honor for ourselves, for the people. You see, there are certain men, they can stand somewhere and speak and uh, shout I hear you. There are certain women, everybody in the area knows that your, your knows your husband's shop money. Every day, no amount of 10 cities. Are you with me? Oh, come on, I said shout, shout I hear you. Yeah. No honor. Nothing. That's all. And I'm telling you, to have an encounter with the king, the place of honor is crucial. 
There are many people, they don't see this thing as vital, but I see it as vital. Child, I hear you. Let honor rule in your life. I looked at this thing from this light. Look at this. I said that anytime you hear these two things, these words, these two words follow. Look at this. When you say glory, honor, power. Anytime you see in Revelation, they say honor, the next word that follows is what? Have you seen that? Hello? Glory, honor, and power. Anytime you hear honor, the next word that follows, go through scripture. Honor and power, they are like twin brothers, they walk. This is the mystery that I encountered. Look at me. Anytime honor is released, a vacuum is created in our spirit for power to come and fill. Are you with me? Anytime honor leaves Sister Sylvia's body, and Sister Sylvia administers honor, there is something that has left her, a vacuum is created. And that which comes to fill that vacuum is what we call what? So the two guys, they are walking hand in hand. When one goes, the other does what? It comes. Now, do you understand this? Hello? Oh, come on. I said hello. And look at this. Anytime somebody is very powerful, look at this. Naturally, people tend to honor them. The fame of Jesus went through. And because of that, people brought things unto him. So those two things, they walk hand in hand. When honor leaves, power has to come and replace. So if we desire certain levels of power, in the lives of other men, then what we do is that we send forth honor so that the power in their lives will come and replace it. Now, do you understand this? Shout, I hear you. Oh, come on, I said, shout, I hear you. Now, this is the reason why you don't have a problem when you honor some people that are more powerful. See, you don't have a problem when you honor them because they are powerful. There is a transaction somewhere. When honor leaves you, you create a vacuum. And that the, the power on that person has to come and work on your life. It is mandatory. Because listen to me. When I honor somebody and I put myself under that person. And the power on, of, on, on that person refuses to work on my life. That person becomes answerable. With more power comes more responsibility. Now do you understand this? Hello. When Jesus Christ gave a parable. Listen to me. He said that there are some that he intentionally did not make them understand. And there are some that he said, these things were said for you. Do you remember? Hello? Say, they do not understand because their understanding is blocked. Now, this is the mystery. Whenever your understanding is open and you receive the word and grant you power, then you become responsible for the power you have received. There are many people, Jesus denies you power so that he will not hold you accountable. If you are not ready for the power, he doesn't give it to you. So that one day, went to So for them that are unwilling to yield to the word and to power, he blocks the understanding so that the judgment do not fall upon their lives. I don't know whether you get me. Hello. So that if a man is a powerful man, obi will power. He answers for that power. So if I go right now and I see a man of power and I honor him, the power on his life should speak for me. And yes, sir, you see, this is the reason why some people go to other great men and, and, and honor them. The power on their life is a transaction. Papa no bompayu, bompayu. If there is power in his life, it should speak for you. When honor leaves, power replaces. Now, shout, I hear you. That is the reason why some of us, when we want oil, we see other great men who are full of the anointing of the spirit and we honor them. 
what we are doing is that we are creating a vacuum in us. There are many of us, vacuum be any move for power to fail. The only way to empty that vacuum, ah, gather enough power for this life, is when we lose honor. But what he has said, so when we see other people and we honor them, when we see great men and honor them, when we see men of God and honor them, what we are doing is that we are creating vacuums in our spirit. Because the only thing that power will replace is honor. Now, is somebody understanding me? Oh, come on, is somebody understanding me? Shout, I hear you. So, you see, there are people on the radio. They will, they will be saying things, whatever they like. Oh, uh, these, these days, uh, men of God, they are taking the money of people. I am against men of God taking the money of people. I think that it's against what the word of God says. But if uh, 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 NA recognizes a grace upon... Uh, upon a certain man of God, say reverend is true, and takes a seed and honors that man of God with a seed. What he, has, what he has done is that he has created a vacuum in his life for the power on that man of God to speak. Many years ago, myself and my bishop, one day I was praying, the bishop told me something and all of us were praying about the issue. And the Lord ministered something to my spirit. said, let the bishop gather seed and go and sow it into the life of another man of God. The man of God is in his and then when I told Bishop, the spirit man, I said, I'm sure. Also, for this is what the Lord said to me. Also, for that week, Friday, now we heard that the man of God had come to Takradi. And the bishop took a seat. I also had a small seat I added on behalf of my bishop. And we went to sow it into the life of the bishop, into the man of God. Also, for what? And three weeks. Three weeks ago, we began to see. One, in fact, around six weeks, pe, 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 we went to the hospital. The wife was pregnant. And for some seasons in marriage, there was nothing. In prayer, I remember, Mikaipa was praying somewhere in my room. And the Lord said to me, Take this seed, move from coma. Man of God, Zion praise. Nini apenye no. My friend said, something something yeah nini apenyi man of god be oh down suma area yeah apenyi kakra no the lord spoke to me and i said to bishop bishop this is what we need to do the spirit my issue i said yeah this is what we need to do he took a seat that took a seat that friday he came also for missing six weeks and from that time the pregnancy is coming like something yeah but we have prayed and prayed and prayed say honor Oh, come on, I said honor. But we had prayed also. We had prayed, though. We had prayed. Oh, understand this. There are things that God has tied to men in this life. The power is a it, it is residual in their lives. And whenever we honor, we make way for the power in their lives to speak for us. Now, do you understand me? Shout I hear you. Yeah, that is why I don't joke with certain things. I, I, I don't joke with certain things when we honor and also for these things open up encounters in America, I'm talking about manifestations of his glory having encounters with the king now this is a testimony for the family I'm sure that Obia or Betisa same way be and he thinks hey so, so does that mean that yes that is exactly what it means God is saying that in this particular area you shall encounter my glory by honoring this particular person but what did the make say shout I hear you also, it taught me a lesson. You, know, you, you may know how to pray, 
Oh, you make me a bump. You 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 have me, my bishop. Eh? Those were the days. School them. Unkwalana makwanya. Sawmill. Sawmill school park. School park no. Eh? Classroom go. The whole thing to do. Yeah, the wooden carpet red. Me kai pa iswa ye fiye suni na niya niya diaseho. Near the vortex bottles basics, you come bomb pie for tea towels. It me bomb pie, sir. O bomb pie, sir. Afe, who be who casacu, you tint the sucran and the sony muni away. Wouldn't impire one in Bonchen or charge you a bomb pie or how you run away. Yeah, I'm telling you. So don't say that it's about prayer. No, it is not. There are certain things honor leaves and power fails in the name. You see, and this one nobody does it for you. Hello? Oh, come on. I said hello. Let them say whatever they want to say on the radio station. And let them misquote their way. <laughs> hallelujah. Oh, come on. I said hallelujah. <laughs> let them misquote their way and do whatever they want to do. There are certain people in scripture. God directed certain men. Certain men. It is only those men. You can't sidestep certain people. Let honor flow from your heart. The people of honor. Amen and amen. Oh, come on. I said amen and amen. Yeah. On Wednesday, I was saying that in this church, I see there are a lot of people, they don't have the culture of honor. There are many of us who we do. Many of us, we don't have that culture of honor. You see, nobody wants to lord anything over you. No. But let that culture develop. Even in your life, in your marriage, Every day, when your wife thinks your wife thinks about you, she's crying. She has, she, you see. And the more you dishonor and dishonor, it will get to a point she has no regard for you, even though you are there and you are you are her husband. There are many of our mothers; they don't regard their husbands, so they see them as fools. I'm telling you, that is the truth. I with me because they refuse to honor them. Receive grace to honor. Uh, I didn't hear you. I said, receive grace to honor. In the name of Jesus, there are some who they find it difficult. In second service, I'll go to the reward. They find it difficult. Anything to honor. Uh, this one here is left for some challenge. We need to come to that point so that the power of their lives will speak for us. One of the reasons why. I pray in my closet. Uh, you see, in America, the things that motivate me to pray, when I tell you, it will, it will amaze you. Because I don't want Sister Sylvia to carry her bread and say that I'm serving a man of God. And she will carry her bread and deposit it on the life of the man of God. And you yourself, you know that you are doing nothing that shows that you are a man of God. So it's a dangerous thing. What in America, I say? At the grunty when dinner panel, ah, or so a panel, and the bread sofu sofu today. I, I, I had some bread, but panel no soon go be you. Hello, and he carried it and deposited it at the feet of the man of God. And you took the bread and ate it as though you were a crazy person. And then for for three months, you haven't even prayed for 30 minutes. Oh, now you understand where I'm coming from. It's a dangerous thing. Anybody that positions himself, when people dishonor certain people, I find it interesting. Because if everybody sees it the way I see it, man of God, hey, 
understand. Hallelujah. The Lord laid the burden upon me last year from the time we finished our 21 day fast. Said three months fast and pray for this group of people. Three solid months fast and pray for this group of people. Now, are you with me? Yeah. And also, for, as I was telling someone, sometimes you fast and you pray, and the results you want to see, you don't even see. And every day you get up in the morning and it's a burden on your shoulder. You understand? Don't ever think. We are not all the same. We are not. What you think about is not what I think about. I'm telling you, we are not. So there are some people, they come to church, they dishonor people, and I see them and I laugh in my head. Some of them, I just look at them and I just laugh. Hallelujah. Somebody called me and told me something somebody said about, about us, me particularly, and the church. And I said, that, oh, time will reveal the truth. Time. It will do what? To reveal. Just yesterday, I was there in the evening. The person called me. Say, hey, Sofu, what I said, and you didn't say anything, I have discovered. Say, I have no business talking about these things with you. Time. As I told you, time. So what we do here is a dangerous thing. That is why I, I maintain. That is why I maintain that honor should be crucial. Hallelujah. Yeah. Apostle Samuel Tiwe and Akofa Tiwe, he doesn't know how many times, how many seasons, probably the amount of times you know, so when they get, they get up and they dishonor me today. No, we need to understand these things though. I pray that may power speak for you. I didn't hear you. I said that I pray that may power speak for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Please, I hope you understand this mystery I'm preaching to you today. Yeah. Esther did something. That is what got the attention of her guy, the eunuch. When he entered into the presence of Ahasuerus, the Bible said that immediately he pleased her. Listen to me. When you please somebody, it's as a result of something you do. When I win your favor, I don't do anything. But Hello. Please do understand what I'm saying. The Bible never said that Esther found favor with the king. No, it said he pleased. God willing, on, 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 on Sunday we, we are continuing on this journey. Hallelujah. Yeah. God willing, we are continuing on this journey. And I know that your life will not be the same. There, there, are, there are certain men of God in this house. See, this is what I know. And let me end it with this one. This is what I know. When it comes to men of God, there is a special seal on your life. There are things about certain men that you never see. No matter how anointed as a man of God you are, you never see. Because there is something. I am saying, Yankoponi, Sofu, Ubiawa, Pam. Indeed, as Apostle Sam is here, as Kofa is here, as Wolfred is here, as Oba is here, everything that I will see concerning their lives, I am saying, it is only prayer that opens that avenue for you. Don't worry, I'll go into this mystery another time. And yet, it is not for all of us. But say after today, I receive honor and I release honor 
the name of the Lord Jesus. Please say it well. Say, I receive honor and I release honor by the power of the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus.